Australia, how are you going? Hey, I hope you're all right. It is Monday, January 22nd, all day. I am your host, James Clements. I'm the editor of a good website. It's called CodeBet. You can also see my ugly mug on Fox Sports Lab NBA, Fox Sports Lab NFL, all the good stuff. I've also got the Cricket Today podcast, the Football Today podcast. Lots going on. I'm here in Larry Armour Studios after spending three and a bit hours at the hospital. That was fun. Talk about that in a second. Ah, uh, but we are going to wrap up a big weekend. We had Denver drop Boston. We're going to burn the Nets down to the ground. <laughs> uh, Trey Young's concussed. That's not great. Out indefinitely. Uh, but we had some really fun, weird games over the weekend. So we'll do some quick winning, weekend winners and losers. We'll do the game wraps. We've got that on the night. Four mate, no mates. Better than night. Better than Lonzo Ball. We've got some yeah nahs from some listeners and from me. <laughs> because why not? Uh, the unpopular opinion of the day, now back take, yes. We were serving up a flame-grilled take. There's a great moment in NBA Australia stat history. Might do a great number award. We'll see how we go. And then we'll pick and preview a really ripper set of games for tomorrow, which is very nice. We'll pick and preview every single one of them. And then we'll do a quick Delhi review, uh, where I believe Delhi is reviewing something kind of fun. So... That'll be fun. That'll be good. How good was the Be Like Mike at the start of this show? God, I love that song. Just listen to it every so often. Just like, eh, who doesn't love 90s Gatorade commercials? Cowards in socks! That's who. Right, let's get into it. Episode 1023 of NBA Australia. Let's go! This is Joe Ingalls, and you're listening to NBA Australia. Watch out for the shark attack. Ah, you better. You better watch out for the attack of Jim's finger can't be fixed. Fucking hell. That's a bit shit ass. So I'd be wearing a... Uh, what a I had the splint on for six weeks already, and the doctor's like, yeah, no, nah, that's still crook ass, mate. I'm like, yeah, no shit. It's all fucking bendy, bro. Anyway, so now I'm back in the splint for another six weeks, but I've got to work on the rest of the stuff with the uh, physio, the hand therapist. <laughs> Did you? I don't look. I found this funny when I walked into the hand therapist. I'm like, just reading the sign, you're like, hand, the rapist. Ah! Not one of those hand therapists, I'll tell you that much. Not one of those Deshaun Watson ones. Anyway, moving right along before I get in trouble. Who's going to get you in trouble, Jim? Oh, me. Uh, let's start the show the way we start every show here with the daily. It's a whip around. Oh, it's good to see Udonis Haslam got his uh, jersey retired. That was kind of nice, wasn't it? Pretty, pretty good. Uh, but really, the sort of it was a really slow weekend uh, in terms of news. Uh, yeah, Trey Young get concussed, uh, which was a bit of a look. Concussions in basketball are always a bit of a worry because it's like one of those things where football, like NFL football, AFL football, NRL, obviously, they're very strange beasts when it comes to concussions and like you know, uh, it's very much a contact sport. When you actually cop one in basketball and like balance and sort of agility and all this sort of stuff gets a bit wonky. 
You don't want to screw with it. So he took a charge from, I think it was Isaac Okoro, and uh, yeah, copped it. So, yeah, hopefully he's all right, because that's shit. Anyway, but keep an eye out for DeJunte Murray to keep on shredding it, I'll tell you. Uh, but otherwise, not a giant amount else out there. We had a good beef, which we'll get to in a second. Um, but some of the games are absolute crackers, so we might as well just get into the weekend winners and losers and all that sort of gear. Um, the Ant-Man SGA beef is still one of my favorite things ever. Like that dude, those dudes just hate each other, and that is sweet. Very fun times. Uh, we had that awesome Awesome Nugget Celtics game where it's like, yep, these might be the two best teams in the NBA pretty easily. Off we go. And the big news for me is that uh, the Great Barrier Reef is basically in a timeshare now with Dominating. That's right. Enjoyed that today, as pointed out by our man Daniel Crawford. Uh, pretty bloody good. I tell you that much. Right, without further ado then, let's get into it. The Game Raps. 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 That's right, the game wraps from the weekend. Uh, if you throw your mind, custom mind back to Saturday, uh, sitting on our new couch, which is awesome, I'm just like, this is bloody great, man. You had Spurs and Hornets. You had Sixers Magic, which is a bit of a blow-up, but still. But then Nuggets Celtics just delivered the goods. God, it was a good, fun game. The Nets also crap out the Lakers. So uh, Spurs fell short against the Hornets uh, in a really weird game. Uh, Lamello, the 28 and 8. 124, 120. The Hornets win it. Nearly gave up the ghost down the stretch, but uh, no Wemby. Because heaven forbid if we play a 19 year old in back to back games when he's playing fucking 24 minutes a game anyway. Jesus. Uh, be a Calvin Johnson with 25 and 1 point, but the Hornets got 28 from Lamello, 23 from Miles Bridges. Brandon Spindles Miller at 24, and uh, PJ Hamilton Washington at 20 and 6, which is kind of fun. So, good job by the Hornets. It was really great as well by the Spurs to cover that four and a half point line, so my pick was correct. <laughs> Sixers beat the Magic 124-109. This is a beatdown for the Magic men. Uh, and just a really, really sort of expressive showing by the Sixers. Embiid was fantastic. Uh, dominated. Wendell and <laughs> It's like he looked at Goga and went, Barbecue chicken. Yep. Yep, barbecue chicken of, uh, what is he, Georgian? Goga's probably Georgian. He sounds Georgian, doesn't he? What is Goga? Let's find out. Where are you from, Goga? Georgian. Nailed it. Um, it's almost like I know what I'm bloody well doing, man. Sometimes. Uh, 25 for Wendell Carter Jr. in the 11 rebounds. Not bloody bad. Uh, but, yeah, without Franz Wagner, I have mentioned. I think I mentioned this on last week's show, right? Without no Franz, no magic. Like, Paolo just gets stymied. You can really just go, who else is going to hurt us on this team if we just, like, really key in on Paolo without Franz there? And you're like, ah, the answer to that question is, oh, that's right, fucking no one. Boom! Uh, Because they're out there still starting Chumro Kiki and Caleb Houston because Mark L. Fultz is a basket case. Wendell's still getting back from his uh, injury, and so is Johnny Isaac. So, yeah. But then the Magic were really good today, so... Read into that what you will, because they really were awesome against the Heat. Was that a uh, quinky dink there, Jim, when Franz Wagner came back? Oh, that's right. Nope. Yeah, anyway. Just makes their lineup look so much better, and they started Wendell and Fultz today. Guess what? Got the win. It's like the Hawks when they play Patty Thrills, Patty Mills, because that's what happened in the next game. The Hawks beat the Heat in an absolute thriller. Dejunze Murray, he's back-to-back game winners. Absolutely unreal. 
Paddy Thrills got out there as well for 11 points, three rebounds, two assists, and a steal. He hit three threes, and they win. Is that a coincidence, Jink? <laughs> Wait, did I just have a stroke? Was that a coinky dink there, Jim? No! <laughs> Simple as that. It's a three-pointer with two seconds left as DeJunte. They get the win. Huge stuff. And he also spoiled Udonis Haslam's retirement uh, jersey night, which is kind of nice. Also, Udonis Haslam, man, fuck Boston. It's like, all right, buddy. It's just a city. <laughs> 22 and 11 for DeJunte. Bogdan Bogdanovich in the starting lineup at 17. Paddy Thrills, 11 points off the bench. Just saying. Are the Hawks better without Trey Young? They're certainly a bunch more fucking efficient. They are that much. Also, hashtag free Paddy. Ah, good win for the Hawks. Anyway. Then we had the absolute barn burner. Nuggets 102, Celtics 100. They don't tie it up on a Jason Tatum. Oh, I'm not bad for a 19-year-old. Do the uh, Celtics misses the fade away. Took it a bit too quick. He sort of just lost track of time just for a second there. He finishes on 22 points on 24 shots to Tatum. 24 for Derek White, who had five threes. Jalen Brown was shit house. It's like the weird thing that sort of got buried in that Celtics game because Tatum misses the you know the game tire. Extreme Zingamil was pretty bloody good as well. Don't get Extreme Zingamil. 21 and 8. Uh, but Brown was horrible. 6 of 19 for 13 points. 1 of 9 from downtown. This is why fucking Denver is so dangerous. Aaron Gordon was horrible as well, shooting from the floor. 0 of 6. He's going to pop up in spite of the night. Hashtag spoiler alert. He had 10 rebounds. He was everywhere. They've got length at every position in that starting lineup. They're massive. They're such a tough matchup for Boston. It's also a great matchup. Just saying. Hook this to my veins. But down the stretch, it was just absolute fucking chaos. Like the fourth quarter was absolutely gnarly. MPJ got them up. Uh, Tatum got it back within one. You have Gordon. Uh, you got the double lane violation, so we've got a jump ball with 17 seconds left because Joker sort of drags them into doing it. It was weird. And then Tatum misses the fall away. Boom. Nuggets win. <laughs> It was just, there was a lot of Aaron Gordon down the stretch. And I'm like, yeah, joke, you couldn't hit a shot either. But Jesus, awesome game, fun game. Hook this to my veins. Good job by the uh, Nuggets get a win on the road. And there goes the Celtics' home unbeaten streak. They're 20-1. The Suns beat their pants off the Pelicans. They were the Pelicans that day, 123-109 because Booker had 52. That's a lot. Can still score. Uh is pretty good, and the rest of the team, like KD, is just like a really good decoy at that point, right? 26 points for him. Beal had 13 on 12 shots. Didn't matter. Booker had 50 fucking two. He's going to pop up again later. Uh, then we had the Blazers beat the Pacers in a, uh, not a giant surprise. I picked the Blazers in this one, you might remember, back on Friday. Halliburton came back, and I'm like, oh, God, they're going to kill him. And uh, even though I'd picked them on Friday, bet on the paces on Saturday morning and was abruptly fucking wrong because I should have just stuck with my initial call, which was the Blazers. So I only had the paces in like a little, oh, maybe this one multi. Uh, but Siakam on the paces, he had 21-6-3. Watch out there, Pascal. Because you're like, we've got Halliburton, you've got Siakam, you've got Buddy Hill, you got Turner. That should be enough for the Blazers. No, it was not because <laughs> the Blazers just went, that's a cute game you've got there. What's that, a new bloke? Yeah, fuck him. And so now the because uh, the pace is lost again today. That's uh, they're zero two in the Siakam era. Just saying, but he was good. 
at times. Across both games, you know, he had 21 and 15, but still. Uh, interesting start. Worrisome start that they lost that first one. It'll take, look, this is always what happens, right? It's like a three to four week sort of feeling out period when you add like a really big new component to your team. They also just got Halliburton back. He had 21 and 17 in this game anyway. He got five blocks out of Miles Turner with 29 and 12. He was awesome. Siakam had 21. And then you have that weird one where you go, hey, did Benny Matherin just have his worst game of the season? Yes. It's like, oh, God. Great timing, Benny. Uh, for the Blazers, 30 for Mark and Brogdon, 37 for Jeremy, Jeremiah Grant, who went one of four from downtown. And 37. Pretty crazy stuff. The Grim Reaper had three, even five. He was really good today, though. Um, it's like uh, Chauncey Phillips is now finally splitting their minutes a little bit more. It was 18 to 30 in that one. It was 22 and 22 today. So, Well, 22 and 23 or something. Uh, what else do we have? That was, oh, yeah, capped out on Saturday with the Nets beating the Lakers, which was hilarious. Cam Thomas had 33. Lakers just couldn't do anything. Nets just hit every shot. <laughs> it was ridiculous. I'm just sitting on the couch cackling at that one. And you're like, what? what is happening? This team is horrible. They hit 19 threes, though, and that's how it goes. It is weird because you have games like Dorian Finney-Smith. Again, he's going to be on spot of the night. But he's usually the sort of barometer for weird games like this where it's like, oh, he hit a couple of threes and they won. No, nah, that was Lonnie Walker Jr. today. Well, that day. He had 15 points. He went three or four. Cam Thomas goes for 33. Spencer Dinwiddie goes for 19, hit four threes. Mikael Bridges hit four threes as well. They go for 19. And yeah, the Lakers just couldn't keep up because they only hit 12 with 33. So boom. Uh, but the Nets are still horrible. I'm going to talk about them again in a second when we get to today's games. Uh, yesterday, Sunday, the Bucks actually went up to Chris Anstey's pub out in Trentham, country Victoria. Loved every second of it. Met uh, my parents up there. They brought squid number one back up. You might remember, I think I mentioned last week's show, how easy it is to go from two to one kids for a bit of time. And you're like, Jesus, this is easy. And you're like, oh, but I missed the, the older one. He's pretty cool. I've got a bit of time for him. So they, you know, we decided to meet up there. They came down from Ballarat, Ballafornia, and I uh, went to the pub, and it was great. Nancy's just crushing it up there because it's a really, really rip snorter of an old joint. Uh, that they've redone. It is beautiful. I love the fit out. They've got some screens in there. I ended up watching the NFL with my old man, watching that, uh, what was it, the Packers-Niners game, which was very fun, but also the NBA. It was really cool because I think that was the uh, OKC Wolves game they had on there, so that was unreal too. So, But that's in the front bar, and then you've got this beautiful bistro at the back. So go check it out. Absolute great time to- Great times to be had by all the food. It was fucking fantastic. My old man was like, this is the best steak sandwich I've ever had. And I'm like, what? You're a man in your 60s. This is number one. He's like, yep. I'm like, Jesus, all right. So no hyperbole. That's what he fucking said. Uh, nice one. Anyway, so Sunday. <laughs> Tangent gym, yes. 141, the Bucks got by the Pistons. That was a new, I remember that that's why I brought this one up because I was watching this one while watching the NFL. And... Uh, Dame went off. He had 45 and 11. It was great. And uh, Bucks also sort of had like a minute where you're like, are they going to lose this? And I was like, no, nah, Pistons still very bad. Uh, Sixers, 97-89 over the Hornets. Yeah, that game was horrible. 33 for Embiid, though. And you're like, yeah, the rest of the team is shit house. The Hornets are so bad. Spurs bounced back with a big win, 24-8 and six blocks for Wembenyama. Keep an eye on Marvy Bags. 
God, he was good in this game, 21 and 12. And then Dan Gafford comes back and he, you know, gets relegated to the bench, plays 18 minutes and was fucking awesome again. The Like Marvin Bagley is the most wizardy wizard who ever wizarded, you know, apart from George Murison. <laughs> anyway, good win by the Spurs on the road, 131-127. They're 8-34 and 34 now. Uh, that's actually one win better than the Wizards, who are 7-34. and 34. One of those teams had, like, what, a 19-game losing streak? Anyway, the Cavs beat the Hawks 116-95. DeJunte Murray 24-9. and uh, Not good enough. This is the problem when I was like, oh, maybe the Hawks are better without Trey Young. Nah. Maybe the problem was Trey Young played 28 minutes, but he was good in those 28 minutes. He had 15-5, shot 6-12, and then, yeah, gets knocked out of the game. Uh, 20 for Jalen Johnson. He's a weapon. Big problem in this one was a record setter of uh, ineptitude from Sadiq Bay. Paddy Thrills got back out there again. You know, just he's like, oh yeah, hey Quinn Snyder, you fucking idiot. I'm really good at basketball. You might remember me, Paddy Mills, Australian icon. Ten minutes, six points, boom, two or three from downtown. Back to back games, he's out there crushing it. Quinn Snyder, get your head out your ass and play your Aussies. It's not hard. You've already learned your lesson from Joe Ingles. Fuck me. Uh, Donnie Mitchell had 18 points because he shot 6 of 17. But they got another 18 points out of Sam Merrill, who just does nothing but fucking lace threes. He and Dean Wade, a.k.a. the other D. Wade, what happens when you mix Ween with basketball players? You get Dean Wade. Uh, 5 of 6 from 3 at 17 points as well. That's a big win for the Cavs. They just keep winning. They're now 25 and 15. And a surprising 10 and 7 on the road. They've won 7 on the trot. It's the biggest win streak in the NBA. Not bad. Um, what else? We had the Raptors and the Knicks. This was the homecoming. RJ Barrett and Emmanuel Quickly. They got a nice sort of, you know, reception from the Madison Square Garden faithful. And then Jalen Brunson decided to tear them a new arsehole. 38 9. Knicks just shit pumped them. They got straight killed. So he got straight killed. 126 100. Bulls also shit pumped the Grizzlies 125 96 because that's the Memphis Hustle, motherfuckers. Uh, the Memphis Hustle. Manage, well, yeah, Jaron Jackson Jr. featuring the Memphis Hustle, right? So 26 points, six rebounds, five assists for him, and then no one else. Duckman had four or seven from downtown, but Zaya Williams is horrible. Yeah, two and nine, oh, five from downtown. Um, we got Ayo at 20, Kobe. Kobe White at 17, 18 for Demato Rosen there. Uh, Patch Williams continues his nice little streak of form. He had 15 in that. Uh, good win for the Bulls on the road. He's got to put away bad teams like the Memphis Hustle featuring Jaron Jackson Jr., so they did. The Rockets outlasted the Yaz. Jordan Clarkson misses Jordan Jeremy last train to Clarkson. Uh, 127-126. The Yaz, just not quite enough. That's a big win. The Rockets, all they do is win, 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 no matter what, as long as they're at home. Uh, They are now 16-6 at home, which is pretty bloody good. The Yaz, I got 22 from Larry. That's a girl's name, Marketing. 33 and 12 with four assists from Jordan Jeremy Clarkson, who, as soon as I dropped him from my fantasy team, has been fucking lighting it up. Classic. Jesus. Anyway, uh, Houston, 37, 14 and 6 for Shangoon. God, he was good in that one. 24 and 10 for Jabari Smith Jr. Good to see signs of life there. Elsewhere, however, Chandler Green, 3 12. You're fucking killing me. What are you doing, you Rockets? Cam Whitmore was really good, though, 17-5. Big win for the Rockets. They pulled that one out there. Uh, and then we had the Thunder Wolves play a wildly entertaining game with the Thunder. Just dragged them down like a fucking pack of lions dragging down a gazelle. Maybe some sort of French gazelle, Jimmy. No, no, no. Rudy Gobert went one of six. 
had 18 rebounds, though. Uh, this was the Ant-Man SGA show, and SGA definitely got the last laugh because he had 33-6. and six. Ant-Man, yeah, not as good. Five turnovers, 19 points, 6-10 shooting, 6-10 at the line, including... Oh, geez, Jim, was this like 197 with like three seconds to play and Ant-Man could have tied up if he hit all three? Yes. Oh, what did he do then, Jim? Oh, he only missed all of them. <laughs> and then specifically on the last one, which he was intentionally trying to miss, he missed the fucking rim, which gives the ball back to OKC. And then Ant-Man has the temerity to complain about the refs. <laughs> hit your fucking free throws, kids. <laughs> 18 for Nazareth, 19 for Cat. I expected the uh, Wolves to really make the Thunder pay with their size, and they kind of did for a bit, right? Like Naz, Cat, just sort of doing work. Chet was okay, 15-5, and five, but they gave up the absolute ghost in the fourth quarter, and they absolutely shit-pumped them in the fourth, did OKC. Seriously, they were down like 11 at the start of the fourth quarter, and... Then Jalen Williams and Jalen Williams sort of got a couple of buckets here and there. You're like, ah, signs of life, signs of life. But they're still like up nine with seven minutes to go. SGA hits a shot. Dort hits a three. It's boom, a four-point game. Chet gets in amongst it. SGA gets some nice calls. Hits another jumper. Tied game, 320 to go. Cat free throws. SGA hits another shot. We're still tied up. Ant-Man drives to the cup, gets it. Dort goes one or two at the line. SGA sinks a giant, huge, bald three with a minute 14 to go. OKC lead by two, and away they go. Gobert misses a free throw. It's a one-point game. Jay Len Williams hits a couple of free throws. Naz Reed gets to the cup, hits one. Conley fouls Isaiah Joe. He goes one or two, hits the second one. It's a three-point game, and then Ant-Man misses all three of those free throws. Incredible gear. Minnesota just fall right over themselves in a 28-14 pantsing in the fourth quarter. And then SGA has a sook about it. I'll talk about that later. Uh, what else did we have? We had some pretty fun games today too. Because uh, that one was an absolute ripper. Top two teams in the West and Denver, I guess, if you want to throw them in there, depending on you know what the Stings were at the exact time, you know what I'm saying. Uh, but they are still the top two teams. Denver is still only one game behind the Wolves, but that's all percentage-based. Anyway, today we had the Nets absolutely shit down their leg against the Clippers, 125-114, a 22-0 run. The Nets threw this game. Oh, Jimmy, we don't have teams that throw games. Oh, don't you, Adam? Then what the fuck was this? It was just incredible ineptitude from the Brooklyn Nets. You're not wrong, Adam. Uh, 26 from Mikael Bridges, but you had Kawhi. <laughs> Absolutely destroy and ate them down the stretch in just abject, hilarious fashion. Seriously, Rusty, Norm, Norm Powell, Harden, Paul George, and Kawhi uh, were a plus 20 in the final six minutes of that game as a lineup. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good. I enjoyed it. It was very fun. Uh, just because that simple idea of like them going, oh, hey, do you guys want to score? And OKC's like, yes, please. And the Clippers go. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> they were down 17. They were down 17 points, middle of the fourth quarter. And they closed the final six minutes, 22-0 and win at 125-114. 
Unbelievable. Burn the nets to the ground. The Heat lost to the Magic in a shit pumping as well in the Battle of Floridia. Uh, 105.87. Franz Wagner, as I mentioned, came back and was really good right out the gate. The Heat had Butler. They had Bam. They had There Goes My Taylor Hero. The problem is Tyler Hero couldn't hit anything but threes. He went 4 of 14 for his four, what was it, 12 points, 4 of 11 from downtown. Uh, 17 for Wendell, 19 for Franz Wagner, and 20 for Palamancaro. And the Magic are back. Oh, yes. I love it. They need, like, I don't know, Jingles didn't need to do much in this one. He went over. Uh, missed, uh, missed both of his threes. He had three rebounds, three assists. That's what Jingles does. Johnny Isaac is just fucking chaos on the wings. You kind of love it. Suggs is handy, and they just fucking spanked the heat today. They were never in it. Anyway, good win. Uh, that means the heat are now 24 and 19, and sort of just having those moments where they've lost three on the trot, even though Butler's back, Bam is like cruising, Larry's kind of in and out, and it feels like, yeah, the more hero they have, the worse they are. It's weird. But again, you've got to give them a couple of weeks to get their shit together, I guess. They're still going to be a loser, though. I'm just saying. Anyway, uh, what else were the games we had? The Nuggets killed the... Yeah, that's right. They straight killed them, didn't they? Oh, yes. So he got straight killed. The Wizards, 113-104. 42-12-8 for Nikola Jokic. Not bad from the big sherb. Uh, also, like a sneaky game, the Wizards. They were just sort of hanging around, hanging around, and the Nuggets sort of just kept them at arm's length and... Sort of fell over them, fell over the win in the end. Uh, the Celtics beat the Rockets in Houston, one sixteen, one oh seven, because of the extreme Zingerbell. He was a supercharged Zingerberger today. Supercharged Zingerberger. He was. He had thirty two six and five blocks. Jesus, Shangun in triple double though, twenty four twelve and ten. Uh, the Suns beat the Pacers, one seventeen, one ten. As I mentioned, uh, that was the Siakam Halliburton. Um, Hey, guys, we're all playing together again. Isn't this fun? It's like, well, not when we keep fucking losing. Uh, but again, this is a team you've got to give a couple of weeks to sort of get their shit together. And they rested um, your man Halliburton anyway, right? It was TJ McConnell, I think, started that one. So not bad. Anyway, but KD in that game had a 40-point, uh, nine-rebound, three-block game without, I believe, hitting a free throw, which is like a first for him in franchise history as well. So... Kind of fun. Good on him. I'm just allergic to the cup, man. But they're also wearing those awesome Suns purple jerseys, which just hooked those in my veins. And then finally, Lakers beat the piss out of the Blazers, 134-110, because uh, D'Lo is playing really good basketball at the moment. And that's the that's the problem and the danger of D'Lo. He has these streaks where he looks like, like the third best point guard in the NBA, and you're like, geez, we can build around him. And then he'll be horrible for like four months. So... Since basically nine, ten days ago, he's had nine, ten, and six, thirty-nine, and eight, fourteen, and six, twenty-nine, and three, twenty, and seven, thirty-four, and eight. There was also a stretch <laughs> in December where he went nine and five, eight and zero, oh, fourteen and zero, oh, thirteen and one, seven and zero, oh, twelve and twelve and ten, nine and four, two and two, seventeen and eight, and it's like yeah, it's just the stretches. For December, he averaged ten points. For January, he's averaging 20. Just how it goes, right? D'Lo, you can't get sucked in. you got to try to suck in another team and go, see, look, this fancy, bright, shiny new D'Lo Russell, he's awesome. He can be yours for a very low price. 
of some draft picks, please, and help us out with a good player. Uh, so good win by the Lakers. They needed that one. They're back up to 500. They're 22 and 22. And that minute split, as I mentioned, between the Grim Reether himself, the great Barry Reith, and dominating is 22H. You little beauty. Chauncey Phillips getting his head at his ass question mark. We'll talk about that later. Let's do some weekend winners really quickly. Oh, my God. I won. I won. Ah! <laughs> <clears throat> Recapping our day's top story, the winner of today's state lottery is me, me Ken Brockman. <clears throat> Can we get a shot of me? There you go. Uh, weekend winners, let's do it real quickly. Uh, the sixes just sort of keep on rolling. Tobias Harris pops up every so often in a shocker on the weekend, but Embiid is like playing back-to-backs and stuff because he's like, uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind winning another MVP. It'd be pretty good. Uh, but more importantly, they just keep on keep on keeping on winning. They've won five on the trot. They're looking really good. Twenty three and eighteen. Uh, another big weekend winner, Oklahoma City. They beat the Wolves. As I said, you expected the size of the Wolves to really just mess up the Thunder. It didn't because Jalen Williams is a boost. And you're like, yeah, mate, this is how this team should be playing. They looked awesome. It was a great one. But the thing is, they did sort of like struggle for the first three quarters against the Wolves, and then SGA went, ah, right, fuck is. And your man Ant-Man just had a meltdown. So it's a tricky one, but it's an awesome one. It's a really good mix. It's a strange one, but the Thunder rule, I love them. They're a weekend winner. Other weekend winners, DeJunte Murray with the back-to-back game winners. Now Trey Young goes out with a uh, head knock, which is obviously not good. But at the same time, it means that uh, DeJunte Murray gets to go, Ah, this is what I can do with my, a team of my own, you know? So if you're going to trade for me, Brooklyn, uh, you know, off you go. The Magic beating the Heat today. As I sort of mentioned, they get their sort of their dudes back. They get them in the starting lineup, and here we are. They looked really, really, really good in that Heat game. I enjoyed it. The Knickerbockers of New York City. That was a great beat down to the Raptors. And uh, Brunson going, ah, it's good to have you back, RJ. Bam! <laughs> How do you like that? Uh, Denver, a weekend winners. Obviously, they beat um, the Wizards, but at the same time, that Boston game was fucking sick, and it came with, like, a way that they sort of gave the Celtics so many problems on defense despite not getting sort of the perfect... I mean, I looked at it this way. Like, these were two teams playing really fucking well. And Jamal Murray was able to sort of just tear it up. He ends up with the 35. The Joker, the 34, 12, and 9. What it sort of showed me was just that hint, though. Even though the Nuggets won, this is the sort of game where you go, oh, you guys really need, like, your Jeff Green. You had him last year. You really need him again. Like Reggie Jackson, Peyton Watson, Christian Brown and like Justin Holiday, it's not quite the same. They need like one more dude, but still, it was a great win. Uh, and Tatum basically, had he hit that shot, who knows what was going on. He was off all night though because he's like, you know, fucking having to contend with Aaron Gordon, Michael Porter Jr. and just like that sheer size and everything. But it was kind of cool like because you want to throw Boston on there into losers, which I will in a second. Because they came up short, you know, figuratively and quite literally. 
Stream Zingerville, 21 and 8, 22, 8 and 5 for Tatum. But Jalen Brown is like, this is the game, bro. You're like making 50 million a year and you go 1 and 9 from 3 with Tatum going 1 of 8. What are you doing? It's horrible. So, I don't know. The Nuggets to win this with Gordon, Aaron Air Gordon going 0 of 6 and not getting a giant amount from the bench. They got 13 points from the bench. It's the same that the Celtics got. Which is fine. The Celtics at least have Al Horford coming off the bench. They've got Peyton Pritchard. It feels like they've got a couple of, you know, other other dudes that they can sort of bust open here and there as well. But the Nuggets, to win that absolute just like dick length competition against the Celtics was huge. So good job by them. Basically, it was Denver back on their shit is why they're the weekend winner there. Because <laughs> they are. The Clippers weekend winners, that was a good win. Like, I think, again, in a similar vein to Denver, like this is just like they're showing us who they are. We had a couple of wins like this last week as well where there's teams where like the Wolves had a win like this uh, last week against the Grizzlies where it's like, yeah, we should beat you. And then, you know, the bad team throws a couple of haymakers and you're like, what the fuck just happened and you've lost the game. The Clippers, that was happening. Brooklyn throwing haymakers coming out of nowhere, causing havoc, and then the way they just fucking went, right, nope, ruined their shit for an entire, like, half a quarter was insane. 22-0 run. Fuck you. That is incredible. But it's also like, yeah, the Clippers are legit contenders. Rusty played, like, unreal. He ends up, what, 23-9-5 and in that game. But just that combo of, like, belief and skill, it's really nicely balanced on that Clippers team. Watch out now as well. Phoenix have won five on the trot. 52 from Booker the other day. 40 from KD. Beal sort of just cruising along. This is the sort of thing. Give them a couple of weeks. See how they gel and go from there. And uh, that might do it from the weekend winners. The Bulls got a couple of wins on the row. Cleveland. That's right. That was the last one. I forgot about Cleveland. Cleveland. Seven wins on the trot without your man. Evan Mobley or Darius Rucker, Judy Garland. They got the biggest win streak in the NBA. In that time, they have, of course, beaten the Wizards twice, the Spurs, the Nets, but they've also beaten the Bulls, the Bucks, and the Hawks. So, you know, fellow playoff-ish contenders. So, good stuff by Cleveland. What about the losers, though, Jim? Who are they? We're not losers. No, you two are winners, big winners. When I grow up, I want to marry a big winner like you guys. Shut up. Losers. Loser. Losers, the Celtics, because that, as I said, was a dick measuring contest and they came up a little bit short. Uh, Jason Tatum, it's like, yep, just hit that shot. (laughs) It's a hard shot, we get it. It's always going to be hard. But just hit that one. You're at home, you've got a home win streak. 20-0, and and now it's 20-1. and Tough one, brutal one. They did play the reigning champs right down the wire, but it's not fucking time for moral victories if you're Boston. Like, this is a team that ideally you'd end up playing in the NBA Finals if you make it and if they make it, right? Like, you're probably the two best teams in the NBA. And you lose at home in an awesome game where you had a chance to force overtime and you don't. Still, I think it's just more losers because that win streak, home win streak record was right there, but oh well. Ant-Man's a loser. I don't know how you missed three free throws at the end of a game where it's 197. You got to hit all three and the game's tied. It was very funny, though. The Nets are losers. Ah, oh, you get... The, look, 
Brooklyn have had such a weird fucking year. They fly under the radar. Of course, having been a net season ticket holder for so long, they're always got like a bit of a, ah, oh, yeah, I'll keep an eye on the Nets. Because, of course, I'm a Sonics fan. Forced and for, for, yeah, for, first and foremost, Jesus, use your words, Jim. It's been a long day. I've spent a lot of time in a hospital just sitting there just going, fucking, what is going on? Anyway, so the Nets, to lose that game to the Clippers in the way they did is just, yeah, burn it down to the ground right now. Trade for Junte Murray. Just do something. Build around Mikael Bridges. Get another young point guard. Claxton, keep him. Piss Dinwiddie off. Trade Dorian Finney-Smith. Maybe keep Dennis. Ah, uh, not Dennis. But Cam, maybe keep Cam Thomas. But Royce O'Neal, sell him off for fucking bit parts. Whatever you can get. And then try to build around Mikael Bridges with like a half-decent team. Because this is... Uh, it's wildly underperforming. They're 17 and 25, and they've got wings coming out the wazoo, but they can't fucking defend anybody. Like, it's really strange. Jacques Vaughn, you know my feelings on Jacques Vaughn. I think he's a shit coach. I've seen him coach up close in person, like a couple of times when he's in charge of the Magic. He sort of looked like he got through the Nets a bit last year, but this is the same sort of team they were in the back half of last year, right? Like, just under 500. It's a shit team. Come on, Sean Marks, bro. What are you doing? They've literally lost, I think it's out of their last 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. They've lost 10 of the last 12 games. Uh, that's not trending in the right direction. The Nets are shit. What are you doing? Do something. Come on, do something. It's poking it with a stick. What are you doing, Jim? Oh, this fucking... Co- the Miami Heat. They're losers. That was a tough one to lose to the Magic Man. It's an even tougher one to lose to the Hawks. I'll tell you what. Uh, the Pacers are obviously weekend losers. They get Siakam. They get Halliburton back, and they lose to Portland. It's a kick in the dick. And the Raptors had a nice win the other day, and then it all just turns pear-shaped again. Uh, lose to the Bulls pretty bad fashion. Then they lose to the Knicks in even worse fashion. And the Raps. It's like one of those ones you go, ah, the wheels are going to be off there because they might be. Yeah. Bit shit. Uh Anyway, and the Kings. I don't know how this Kings team just can't get on their own fucking road, but it breaks my heart. They lost to the Pacers the other day. Still just sticks in my craw. God damn it. Anyway, let's do the NBA Australia approved performance of the night weekend. That's not that nice. That's a nice. Devin Booker, 52 against the Pelicans. He was incredible. 18 of 30 from the floor. 6 of 11 from three. Five assists, only one turnover. And countless flames shooting out of his ass. He was incredible in that game. Uh, Joker versus the Celtics is obviously really good. Kawhi. <laughs> versus the Nets. The way he took over that game was just fucking brutal. In what, 21 4 and 4 in the game, but he was a plus 15. Oh boy. Not bad. Not bad. And Dame's 45 against Detroit was very, very good. Brunson against Toronto was excellent. I uh, enjoyed that immensely. But, yeah, Booker's 52 is very clearly just like the the 40 for KD without the free throw is just weird. But, yeah, Booker's 52, unimpeachable. Spud of the weekend. Spud, 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 I don't know what was going on, but, yeah, look, we had a couple of... On Saturday, Arvo took the squ- the baby squid over to the pub. Uh, mate was mate of mine was playing in a band. 
so he's sort of, you know, baby squid's only, what, 16 months old? He's hanging out, he's chilling, he's having a fucking boogie. That dude loves it. I'm like, look, your old man's a music, well, was a music journo for fucking 20 years. It's good that you like music. He's like fucking having a dance. It's like, yeah, get it, get that Australiana India. Uh, and then he also had some chips. This kid fucking loves chips. Then, of course, we went to uh, Anstey's Pub out there in Trentham, had some chips with our uh, with our awesome, delicious, very, very, very nice food. Uh, even squid number one, he had a f- that fucking cheeseburger looked immense. Anyway, he's pinching my chips. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> you got your own. But then squid number two is just like, fuck it. All I eat is chips, and this is great. And even then, he didn't have as many spuds as there were on the weekend. There were spuds everywhere. And, man, misses all three free throws. What are you doing? Misses the rim on the last one, which was intentional as well. Gives the ball to the thunder. Amazing spud stuff. Dorian Finney-Smith goes 0 for 5 in 27 minutes. That came after it went 1 of 8 in the Lakers game. What a horrible weekend for Dorian Finney-Smith. That's not how you build up trade value, you idiot. Anyway, Corey Kispert, one of nine. Big Buddha Larry, one of nine. Brutal gear. Uh, one of eight. No. Oh, wait. Hang on a second. Is that right? Surely not Benny Matherin. Benny Matherin went O of eight. And uh, that's not great. Obviously. Let's find out what Matherin actually shot. Because he went O of eight. Did he also go one of eight? Oh, my God, he did. 0 of 8 against Paul, and then 1 of 8 against Phoenix today. That shit. 1 of 16 for six total points. That is a rough weekend for Benny Matherin. He's like, man, they traded my best friend, Bruce Brown. Uh, Corey Kispert and the Lowry, 1 of 9s. It's like, that's nothing compared to 1 of 16. Jason Tatum went 4 of 17. 3 of 12 for Jalen Green. 1 of 11 for Mike Conley. Then we have an absolute slew of other offers, including that Dorian Finney-Smith and Benny Matherin. Ice cold. Anthony was ice cold. He went 0 of 5. Kevin Love went 0 of 5. Royce O'Neal went 0 of 5. Rui Hachimura went 0 of 6. Aaron Gordon 0 of 6 as well. And then joining the least efficient players in the NBA this season, the the Spud Hall of Fame this year, we have a new top Equal contender in Big Deke, Sadiq Bay. That's right. The Hawks. Old Big Deke Bay just threw it in the bay. Well, couldn't throw it in the bay. That's how bad he was. Absolutely horrible gear from Big Deke Bay against the Cleveland. That's right. Cleveland. Cleveland. Cavaliers. Uh, He went 0 of 12. 0 of 12. That equals Aaron Gordon against Houston back in November for the worst, the worst shooting game of the NBA season so far. Cam Thomas is 0 of 11. T-Man 0 of 10. Same with George Niang. But wow. 0 of 12 for Big Deke Bay against Cleveland. Zero points on 0 of 12 shooting in 30 minutes. That is brutal. But of course, we'd also really like to thank our friends over at Cam Johnson and Tobias Harris, and of course, Larry, that's a girl's name, marketing and doing it from downtown. What did they all shoot, Jim? Woo! That's right, 
Oh, they shot 311. You'll love to see it. Who's old mate no mates though from the weekend? Old mate, no mates. 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 Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, so, yeah. I don't know. It's pretty hard to slow down the thunder. It's hard to with the calls that Shay gets. It's hard to shut him down. You can't touch him at any time of the game, man. It's like, it's super hard to beat. That team's a good team, especially when they get calls like that. Ah, right, did you want me to translate that for you really quickly? <laughs> I have a fucking sook Ant-Man. Look, I love Anthony Edwards, but this is just fucking sooky la-la territory. Oh, yeah, it's really tough to play them when they get all the calls. I'm going to tell the teacher, fuck up, sook. Seriously. And then Shake Up claps back at him and says, they talk about me for my post-game, not my post-game. That's right, for his post-game. That's right, his game in the post, not his post-game comments. Like a fucking sooky la-la, like Ant-Man. Seriously, this is Anthony Edwards who screams out, hey, 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 every single possession. Like, are you fucking serious? Hit some free throws and then talk shit, you dummy. What are you doing? Speaking of which, that's a pantsing as well. I mean, what a self-pantsing that is. Like, you can't go 0 of 3 at the end of a game where it's 197. Top two contenders contenders in the West. 197, you step up and miss all three free throws. (laughs) That is an absolute self-pantsing. You dunderhead. Who was better than Lonzo Ball, though, Jim? Lonzo was the best player in high school. He was the best player in college. You think you don't get to the pros and be like, I made it to the pros, now I can be average. We're coming for everybody. Coming for everybody. Cam Thomas versus the Lakers, he had 33 points. He was absolutely unstoppable in that game. 13 of 18 from the floor, 4 of 7 from downtown. Uh, 33 is obviously Lonzo's career high, so good job by Cam Thomas, who's gone past that plenty of times now. It was a plus 12, good win. But Shengun at 37, 14, and 6, as I mentioned, in that huge big Houston win over Utah. Fucking hell, 15 to 26, he shot. He is an absolute weapon, the big Turk. Uh, just does a little bit of everything and has these games you're like, God damn, is he like the fourth best center in the league? Orsar Thompson, 22 points, nine rebounds, one assist as well. It's like uh, Monty Williams realized that he's actually got a good player in his team, finally. I don't know, Monty Williams... Got a lot of questions about his coaching. Same with Chauncey Billups, because the Grim Reaper absolutely bloody crushed it, I tell you. Uh, right, but what about, do we have a magic tweet of the day? Oh, you little ripper, we do. Let's press the button then. Let's do it. Come on, it's time for everybody's favourite segment. <laughs> My wife, Cookie, looks so good in her birthday attire. <clears throat> Phrasing. We've had an amazing time celebrating her today in Turks and Caicos with live music, dancing, food, great company, and a live fireworks show finale. And, of course, I bought her some of her favorite purses for her birthday gifts. I always love seeing her beautiful smile, especially on her special day. Ah, that is an awesome suit that Magic's wearing. Uh, Cookie does look stunning, uh, but by the same token... Magic Johnson, like, going, yep, we put on a uh, fireworks show for your birthday. Is such a fucking swinging dick vibe. That is awesome. What a legend. But, yeah, it looks so good in her birthday attire. 
wink. <laughs> like, I don't know if he's doing a wink, but he should be. Either way, what do we say? Thanks, Magic. And finally, Dickhead of the Weekend. Dickhead of the Week! Yeah, it's Ant-Man. You can't complain about, like, the calls that fucking your man SGA gets. You can't bitch and moan when you got a call to tie up the game and you missed all the fucking three throws. What are you doing? You moron. Uh, let's do some Ian right after this. This is Cam Glidden. This is Anthony Drimmick. This is Mitch McCarran. This is Jason Kiddie. This is Daryl McDonald. Hey, guys, this is Hugh Greenwood. Yo, what's going on? This is Ellie. This is Mark Worthington, or commonly known as Wertho, and you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. And 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 you're listening to NBA Australia. you're listening to NBA Australia. Let's do it. Time for some Yenars brought to you by the NBA Australia shop. People. Get your merch, get your merch. Wear it. Get your merch, get your merch. Get your merch, get your merch. Yeah, do it. NBAAustralia.com slash shop or just click through on the socials. Get a t-shirt, get a hoodie, buy a stubby holder, get a coffee mug. Only got a couple of those left now. Uh, click through. Off you go. Bang. Let's do some Yenars. Uh, KD brought up... Uh, He's like, why aren't I in the GOAT conversation? He's confused. He's like, why am I not in the GOAT conversation? Because I went to the Warriors? Why shouldn't I be in that? That's the question you should ask. Why not? What haven't I done? Uh, What haven't you done, Kevin? I don't know. You haven't won a title without him, you idiot. Bloke won an MVP and two titles by joining a 73-win team that was the fucking favourite. I should be the GOAT. Yeah, your two rings don't count, you cheat. What are you doing? Why am I not the GOAT? I should be in the GOAT conversations. You might be one of the very single greatest players to ever play the game of basketball, Kevin. But your accolades are bullshit. Oh, man, you can't take away my rings. Well, I kind of can. Because if you're like, hey, man, what haven't I done? I don't know, not won a fucking ring without Steph Curry? <laughs> Kevin Durant is one of the singularly most self-aware and also stupid fucking athletes I've ever seen. It's like he's got Kyrie's brain worms. Just every so often he's got like a he's got a taste of them. He's just got a fucking flash of it. Just a little bit of a dash of the brain worms from Kyrie. Hey man! Why shouldn't I be in the conversation for GOAT? Because you left your team to join a 73-win team that was the t- fucking favorite to win the title that year. What are you talking about? Steph won a title without you before you were there, and he won another one after you fucked off. That's why you're not in the GOAT conversation, Kevin. Because you haven't won a fucking title. <laughs> not one. <laughs> Amazing. Like, it's just, it blows my mind how it can be so self-aware and also be just so fucking stupid. Anyway, Ryan B had a good one. I'm spewing. I meant to send yesterday after watching OKC versus Jazz. The Utah crowd has no right to boo Josh Giddy considering their franchise is big ever star Cal Malone's history. Yeah, nah, yeah. If there's ever a place that's going to be a bit fucking rich to boo Josh Giddy, it's Utah. In general, not just for Carl Malone. Google it. Uh, and then finally, we had a good one. We had Daniel Crawford going, what's going on here? Dominate in the same minutes, a lot less production than do up. 
Bench the flop and unleash the wraith. Yeah, nah. Yes. Is Chauncey Billups finally realizing that, I don't know, playing a better player is good for your team? Yeah, nah. Yeah, hopefully. Bloody hell, that'd be good. I'll tell you. All right, unpopular opinion of the day. Uh, Denver-Boston would be the best finals right now, right? But I kind of feel like Clippers-Boston or Denver-Philly would be better matchups, if that makes sense. Like, Denver-Boston are the best teams at the moment. But Denver-Philly is a way more fun matchup because you get the battle of the big men. Clippers-Boston would be fucking unreal because you'd have Paul George and Kawhi versus Brown and Tatum. That would be sick. Just saying. So Denver-Boston, oh, it's a finals preview. And I'm like, yeah, that would be a good finals. But you know it would be better? If Bede versus Joker for seven games. Because you just have a throwback fucking Hakeem versus Patrick Ewing. Hakeem versus Shaq. I don't know. That sort of vibe. Because if you think about it, what finals have actually sort of, well, you know, over the last, what, 25 years, have actually featured like a really good uh, battle of the big men. It's obviously like a thing that's, oh, it's, centers have gone by the wayside, and then we've had a massive throwback to big centers here, there, and everywhere. Like last year you had, what, Joker and Bam. The year before was nothing. The year before that was, what, Lopez versus Aiden, which was okay, but it's not exactly a fucking barn burner. You had AD versus Bam. You had... Not much going on the Raps Warriors. Warriors was always going to be a bit of a problem all the way through. Those Cleveland series, San Antonio versus Heat, same sort of vibe, right? You got Tim Duncan, but you got a Heat team. It's basically a battle of the power forwards with Chris Bosch and Duncan. OKC Heat, they're starting Kendrick fucking Perkins. Piss off. Dallas Mavericks, Heat, nothing. Lakers, Celtics, that featured what? The 2010 version. It's like a fucking completely gassed Rasheed Wallace by the end of that series. Lakers Magic, back in 09. You had Dwight, you had Powell and Bynum. And the Magic got completely rolled 4-1, but it should have, you know, Magic should have at least tied up that first game with that missed Courtney Lee layup. Uh, 08, Lakers, Celtics again. You got Perk versus Gasol. It's not exactly a barn burner too. Same with Cavs, Spurs, Mavs, Heat. What's that, Eric fucking Dampier versus Shaq? Spurs Pistons definitely not really there. That's like Sheed versus Duncan. But there, you think about like Lakers Pistons, uh, Spurs Nets, Lakers Nets. Lakers Sixers was actually a bit more of a sneaky one than you remember because that Lakers team in 01 against the Sixers 01 team, that's obviously prime Shaq up against Dikembe Mutombo, which is kind of fun. So we might have to go all the way back to 2001 Outside of maybe the 09 series, we've got Powell and Bynum versus Dwight Howard. I feel like two MVPs would be better than that. <laughs> so give me Denver Philly. Just saying. Fuck, we just had a bit of a history lesson. That was good. Let's do an Outback Takeout while we're flying. It's Monday at Outback. You know what that means? Oh, yeah, that's right. The squids are out in the backyard early, early sticks this morning. Trying to find some of those rainbow lorikeets because you go, bang, chuck them in the ice cream blender, boom. Rainbow lorikeet ice cream. Only at Outback. You can really taste the feathers. 
Only at Outback. Today's Flame Grill take is healthy. The Orlando Magic, Magic, the Orlando Magic. Oh, brew. The Orlando Magic are the biggest threat to the top three in the East. Eh? Uh, thanks, Kiwi Jim. Uh, no, healthy. The Magic are the biggest threat to the top three in the East. It's also a bit of a year now. Nah, it always feels like it's like that. We just saw them just dismantle the Heat. We know the Cavs are good. The Pacers are right there, but. Fucking hell, just keep an eye on the magic. Just saying. All right, really quick Australian player watch right after this. This is Matthew Delvedover, and you're listening to NBA Australia. All right, let's do it. Uh, Josh Giddy, on the weekend, we had, I don't know, a bit of giddy up. Who doesn't mind a bit of giddy up? The uh, just turn that down a little bit to get a bit loud. Um, we had OKC win that Minnesota game, despite Giddy shooting two of eight, which wasn't great. Uh, for his five points, eight rebounds, four assists, one and two at the free throw line, missed all four of his threes. Not a banner one, but it's also a tough matchup. But still. You just want to see more of that sort of consistency, that sort of 13, 10, and 12 that he had against Portland a week and a bit ago. You know, just saying, just saying. Uh, Patty Thrills, Patty Mills, as mentioned, got out there for back-to-back games. You'll love to see it. Uh, absolutely crushed it, too. God, he's good. Patty Thrills, Patty Mills, had 11 points, three rebounds, two assists, and a steal against the Miami Heat in 18 minutes. 11 points in 18 minutes. Lit it up, three or five from downtown, four or six from the floor. And then against Cleveland, six points, uh, one steal as well, two of three, all of which were from downtown. Sort of slowly back in the rotation, playing every, uh, basically playing on the weekends as Patty, because he played against Philly and Indy the weekend prior. Then he played against Miami and Cleveland this week. He's apparently playing against uh, East Coast teams as well. Maybe just hanging out, staying home. Uh, we had Rock'em, Sock'em, Block'em, Jock'em, Landale up against the Boston Celtics today. He played 11 minutes against the Celtics. He had three points, three rebounds. Shot one or two and one or two at the free throw line. Not bad from the uh, rooster. Dyson Daniels, 11 minutes against Phoenix on the weekend. Uh, one of four. Maybe you should have played him on Booker. Jesus, Willie Green. Get a fucking coaching degree. Two points, two steals, three rebounds, one assist. 0 of 1 from downtown. One of four from the floor, as I mentioned. Dyson needs more minutes. Play the man. Uh, we had no Mavs games, obviously, because their game on Friday got postponed. So uh, we do have some news about Dante, though. Who Dante, though, he has been activating as a full participant in practice this week. End. So hopefully he's going to be good to go against Boston on, what, out tomorrow? Which will be fun. Uh, he's upgraded from out to prob- uh, to questionable. So we'll see what happens. Let's go. Dante Exum. Uh, we had Aussie Matty 2 and the Grim Reether obviously play a couple of games in the weekend. 2 against Indy. Aussie Matty T went for 4 points, 2 assists, 2 blocks, a steal and a rebound in 28 minutes. They got the win. Is that a coincidence? No. It was awesome. And then against the Lakers in a loss, he only played 12 minutes. He went for 0 points, but he had 3 steals because he's a weapon. Uh, two assists as well on your Aussie Matty T. And the Grim Reether, of course, absolutely crushed it uh, today. But in the game prior to that, he was 18 minutes. He had three points, five rebounds, and two assists with two blocks against the Pacers. One on one from the floor, one on two from the free throw line. 
and then backed it up with a really good game today. It was really fun, actually, to see him. Just He had a really beautiful fucking pass, causing all sorts of havoc, I'd say, uh, against the Lakers, where he was all up, what, the 22 minutes, 6 of 9, nice, from the floor, 2 of 4 from downtown, 16 points, 3 rebounds, 4 assists, and a block. What a weapon the Grim Reaper is. You'll love to see it. Uh, and Jingling Joe Ingles, uh, the final Aussie, I think. Yeah, we've got everybody. As mentioned before, he had a kind of wobbly-ish weekend, I guess, uh, where, I don't know, there was like a few weird magic ones where, so against the Heat, he went 0 of 2 for zero points, but he had three rebounds and three assists. And then against the Sixers, he had nine points the other day, 3 of 3 from downtown, 3 of 6 from the free throw line. Uh, from the field, so three assists and one rebound in these nine points. But yeah, they also got their ass handed to them. Right. Should we do a great moment in NBA Australia stat history about Thon McCurr? Yes. Yes, we should. Great moments in NBA Australia stat history. All right, let's do it. Kung Fu Thon. Seven years ago today, that's right, old mate Thon McCurr, a.k.a. the Thon Song, a.k.a. the Cisco Kid, a.k.a. Kung Fu Thon, copped his first ever NBA start for the Milwaukee Bucks and a lust of the Miami Heat. In the process, the Kung Fu master committed himself harder than Stephen Milne to a loose ball on the forward line, or dropping picks that live up to his The Rat nickname on WhatsApp, and end up with a 6-1 and a plus 7 for the entire game. Look, stats are for nerds, but while Thon ended up with a line about as impressive as the ones cut by Shane Sausage Mumford, with six points on one or two field goals, one made three-pointer and three or four from the free-throw line, one rebound and one steal, it was the heart and grit that Thon Song gave the Bucks that gave him a kernel of hope during a brutal beatdown. Because even though the 10th pick in the 2016 NBA draft smashed his first ever start and his adopted countryman King Deli Mirabar also had himself a game more impressive and Tony Plugger Lockett devouring the entire buffet at the Ballarat All-You-Can-Eat Pizza Hut, and 15-2-7 himself, the Bucks lost. You see, the Bucks had that Simpleton Jason Coke Cup kid roaming the sidelines, happily ignoring Thon and King Deli, despite the Aussie legends being the only Bucks, Bucks to end up with a positive plus-minus and being the only two blokes who could roundhouse kick your head off. Don't know about you, but that and the fact that Thon and King Deli routinely ended up as the only Bucks players with a half-decent advanced statistics that year while also not realising Giannis was an MVP, sounds like Kidd is a bit of an anti-Strain and anti-Greek, which is basically Australian, bias going on. No bloody one of the Mavs are awesome when Kidd is forced to play Josh Green and Dante Exum, but that spud Kidd keeps yanking their minutes around like they're a busted dunny chain. Anyway, how was Thon McCurr's first ever start? Six points, a rebound and a steal. It really set the stage for his 12-point outburst a week later, and showed that Thon really had the makings <laughs> of a young KG. If only he had a bloody chance. Thon only started another 64 games in his entire 263-game NBA career, and now he's off to now he's off Kung Fu fighting for the Fujian Sturgeons. That's right, the Fujian Sturgeons. How fitting is that? Still, if some team gave our very own Kung Fu master a chance now, I still reckon he could easily snag an MVP. On ya, Kung Fu Thon. McCurr. Love that. Love Thon. Uh, there is an incredible stat that we're going to do an Andrew Gaze Grand Mumber Award very quickly for as well. Because uh, it's just stupid. I mean, come on. What are we doing? It's the first Andrew Gaze Grand Mumber. 
I just want to add this because I didn't bang on about Jokic in uh well, I kind of hit on it, right? But he had what? Against the Wizards, he had 42, 12, and 8 today. He shot 15 and 20. That means he's shot 75% from the floor in his last 12 games. Seriously, he's taken 171 shots and he's made 128 of them. That's fucking stupid. That is outrageous. That is like run into a wall, what is going on here, vibes. He's averaging a 25-11-9 on 75-57-86 shooting splits. That's an 80% true shooting percentage. Fuck off. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, he's a bit ridiculous. Maybe jump on him for MVP again, just saying. All right, what about Patty Mills game day or game day Twitter check-in? Let's do that. Oh, yeah. Patty Thrills. Oh, it's one with him and the missus and the doggo. Oh, that dog is awesome. Ah, oh, what a legend of a dog. Patty and the missus all dressed up, looking very nice. Okay, Patty. I think Patty might have thrown a couple of three balls back at a couple of folks. Yeah, he's reposted that. Bang, that's a good looking three, Patty. Okay. Oh, and then there's a couple of uh, things for his missus, Pacifique. That's her uh, straight the label clothing line. Go check it out. That's some good stuff from Patty. That dog is awesome. Rate my dog, 20 out of 10. Right, let's do some game previews. Game previews. Game previews. Thanks, inadvertent, mate. Not a problem. Jim, how's it all going? Look, it'd be better if I was able to just get surgery on this fucking finger and fix it, but now I'm going to do the fucking rehab and all this sort of shit properly. Anyway, um, what do we got? We've got a few games tomorrow. We actually, I think... In the head-to-head picks of today, we went from Friday's show. We actually nailed every single one of them. What I need to do is share that spreadsheet with this computer. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we did really well in the head-to-heads. On Saturdays against the line, I think we went about 50-50. So not quite as good. But the head-to-head picks, we fucking nailed it, bro. Uh, let's have a look. We've got Milwaukee at Detroit again tomorrow. They just played uh, yesterday. Milwaukee won that one by six. It's in Detroit again. Detroit are getting 12 and a half points again. How do you feel about that? I feel pretty good. Detroit plus 12 and a half. The Bucks' defense is just too squirrely to really trust them to sort of make sure that they put a massive whipping on them. So let's go the Pistons plus 12 and a half. Cleveland! Go to Orlando. It's a tricky one. Uh, I love the Magic. And I would trust them to beat Cleveland normally, but this is on a back-to-back Wendell and Fultz and Isaac and their sort of battery of dudes that they might not roll out there. Has me a little bit worried, so I might just tip Cleveland now. Uh, That might change if they announce the lineups and, like, Wendell's playing, Johnny Isaac's playing, Fultz is out there. So if they've got their full complement, because Franz Wagner obviously only just came back as well. So I wouldn't expect them all to play. So I'd probably go Cleveland at the moment. San Antonio take on Philly in Philly. Uh, this is a better one that I like in terms of like a big line. So Philly are 13 and a half point favorites. I'd probably take that against San Antonio who can't stop anybody and also have a bit of a history of, you know, the odd whipping here or there where they just get their ass handed to them if Wemby doesn't play. And uh, with Wemby... You know, just having these sorts of games every so often, we're like, Jesus, what was that? 
what he played two days ago. When Benyama, that's right, when they beat Washington. Uh, I just don't know if they've got enough to really, really, really hang with a good team. So, like, you can beat the Wizards, that's fine. They lose to the Hornets the other day by four. They got whipped by the Celtics by, like, 19. They lost to the Hawks by 20. So, yeah, I'm going to go the Philadelphia 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, sixes. We have Memphis at Toronto. The Raptors are seven and a half point favorites. As I've said, this is the Memphis Hustle featuring Triple J, Jaron Jackson Jr. I'm going to go the Raptors minus seven and a half. Even though they've lost a few on the trot at home, I think this is a good get right game. Gary Terrence Trent, Jarby, Gary Terrence Trent Darby Jr. finds his range maybe and lights him up. Let's go the Raps minus seven and a half. Minnesota are 15 and a half point favorites over Charlotte. The Hornets, look, they've had a bit of a, a bit of fight in them of late. We know that Minnesota like kicking the piss out of teams, um, especially at home. But what? We saw an eight point loss by the Hornets against the Sixers. They did lose by 20 to the Pelicans the other day and a lot by, you know, to the Heat. So I don't know. It's going to be a tricky one this one too because it's a big line. LaMelo's back. They go into a Minnesota team, take on a Minnesota team, obviously, that's been very, 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 very good. PJ Hamilton, Washington, Miller, Martin's back. You've got LaMelo. I might go Charlotte, plus 15 and a half, just to maybe stick with them. Just because. We'll see how we go. Boston go to Dallas. This should be an absolute cracker of a game. I am going to take Boston minus three and a half. I just think their defense is too good for whatever, even Kyrie against his old mates. I think Boston's just too good. And after that, you know, they had a pretty punishing, well, actually, maybe not. They had a pretty punishing win against Houston, but now nah, let's go Boston minus three and a half. Chicago, five and a half point underdogs in Phoenix. I think Chicago's uh, little win streak falls apart now, but I don't mind them to keep that one close and maybe cover that. Five and a half points, Phoenix. Had a game today and we're obviously very, very good in it and they're at home again. But let Indy sort of hang around. Yeah, let's go Chicago at plus five and a half at Phoenix. Phoenix win, Chicago cover. And then you got Atlanta in Sacramento. No Trey Young. I'm going to go the Kings minus seven and a half. Darren Fox, Hammer and Tongs. Yeah, the Suvlaki King as well should be pretty good in this one against the uh, Hawks big men. Look for Keegan Murray though. This is actually a sneaky okay matchup, but just without Trey, I just don't trust the Hawks to be able to score enough to keep up with the Kings. So let's go Sacramento. And that is it for today. Big weekend, right? That was a long show. That's good. So we'll do a really quick daily review at the end of this. Uh, but we'll be back on deck tomorrow. Yeah. And then I've got my surgery next Tuesday. Uh, so we'll take a couple of days off after that. See how we're trucking. I'll keep you abreast of things. Uh, but, you know, full week ahead this week. You got Australia Day on Friday, but I'll probably do still do a show then anyway. Uh, before I go to No Effects, going to go to two shows on the weekend. Couple back-to-back No Effects shows that should be fun. Anyway, back tomorrow. In the meantime, make sure you're following NBA Australia on Twitter, Face IG, we're all over the socials, NFL Australia as well, and myself and Gaz. We're taping that one tonight. That's going to be hot off the presses with uh, your AFC and NFC title game previews, wrapping up a chaotic playoff weekend. It's a good one. And also the Cricket Today podcast and the Football Today podcast. You've got BBL finals. You've got lots of shit going on in the EPL. The Asian Cup's still going on too. So get around those two shows too if you like your cricket and your soccer. Cricket Today podcast, Football Today podcast. Off you go. Uh, check us a rating review on your podcast app, Google Podcast, Spotify, YouTube, whatever app you use, an Android phone. It really does help. Come on. 
I don't ask for fucking anything. Just rate and review it. It's not hard. Uh, get around nbaaustralia.com slash shop and get your merch. Then, big thanks go to From Oslo for the intro and outro song, They Rule. Uh, check out House Hats, Joshua De Laurentiis, Fascinated Goldmines, Ramshackle Army, Iowa, Section I, Green 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 and Dozers. They're behind all the tunes you hear on the show. Smash them on Bandcamp, Triple J and Earth, Facey, Apple Music, whatever. Spotify. Remember, NBA Australia Sports Train Band, so should you. All right, we'll close out with a really quick deli review. And we will catch you tomorrow. It's the uh, deli review is of the newest Mission Impossible. So that'll be good. We will catch you tomorrow, dickheads. This is NBA Australia saying look after yourselves, would you? And later, Jose. Nah. How the fuck are you? It's your old mate Deli over here just swinging by from a usual pop culture review. I've got to tell you, it's been a week of work, you know, I've got lots of tennis going on down there in Melbourne and shit, and it's like, we're still out here crashing it, playing with United and gear. But the message, she sat me down the other day, it's like, fucking, let's watch a movie, dickhead. Just hang out, sit on the couch, off you go. Just take a load off. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's a great idea. And she's like, have you seen that new Mission's Impossible? I'm like, fucking, which one is it? Rogue's Nation? Or, I don't know. I lost track about seven Mission Impossibles ago. And she's like, nah, it's like Ghost Protocols. I'm like, nah, 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 that was like a different one. That's an old one, isn't it? And she's like, oh, fuck, I don't even know which one we're looking at now, is it? So, yeah, it was a bit of a weird one. We finally finally basically figured it out. It's like, what is it? Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. How many have there been? And she's like, there's number one, there's number two, there's number three. Then there's Ghost Protocol. Then there's Ragnation. Then there was Fallout and this one. And well, I'm like, fucking, what is it? She's like, Dead Reckoning. I'm like, oh, fucking sick. So we watched it. And I'm like, I have no idea what's going on in this movie. No idea. But it was fucking sick as because just fucking a bunch of like Tom Cruise jumping out of shit. So 20 out of 10 daily ones from me. It was sick. I don't know who's this person. What the fuck's going on there? Is they wearing a mask? Is that a mask? What's happening? Who's that bloke? Where's Hawkeye? What's going on? It was just fucking weird. So, either way, loved it. 20 out of 10 Deli Ones. Go check it out. Mission Impossible's Dead Reckonings. Righto, that's it for this week. I'll catch us next time. Later, fuckers. Deli out. <laughs>